Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Majd. Spring has officially arrived. As we rejoice for warmer temperatures, we prepare ourselves for the upcoming fun-in-the-sun summer months. This means that we can finally store away the sweaters, the boots, and the scarves and unpack our shorts, flip-flops, and swimsuits. It also tends to be that time of year that we pay greater attention to our skin. Technically, it's the largest organ in the body. As a primary care physician, besides dry skin and moles, one of the most common skin ailments that I see in clinic is fungal in origin. Ringworm, a term that you may have heard of, is actually quite common. What is ringworm? How do we get it? And how do we get rid of it? But first, a short word from our sponsor that truly makes this podcast possible. Did you know that Agatha Christie once mysteriously disappeared? Or that it's possible to survive the Titanic sinking by drinking whiskey? You can hear these surprising tales, plus many more, in our new podcast, Unknown History. It's hosted by best-selling author and historian Giles Milton. And you can listen on iTunes, Stitcher, or Spotify. So what is ringworm? Well, the term ringworm is actually a misnomer. No, it is not caused by worm in any way, and it's referred to as tinea corporis in the medical field, where tinea refers to a type of fungus and corporis simply means the body. It is indeed a fungus that seeps through and causes a rash on the superficial skin layers. It is contagious and is often contracted by touching another person or object that carries the same fungus. It's common in children who tend to more frequently forego the hand washing and cannot help but touch everything in sight. And in sweaty wrestlers who come into as close contact as a guest to the skin of their opponents. So what does ringworm look like? Well, its appearance is rather characteristic. It is a circular or oval, ring-like, red rash, with a distinct and raised border, and sometimes with scaling over the top. As it grows in size, which it often does through time, the center of the rash tends to clear up, leaving a very active and infectious border. So most often, I see one ringworm spot on the skin, perhaps two or three. But it's not one of those rashes that spreads over the entire body like allergic reactions do. It's usually itchy, but perhaps not enough to drive you to crawl out of your skin like another super itchy rash that I've discussed before called scabies. So unfortunately, fungal infections are one of the most stubborn to treat. Cold and flu viruses often self-resolve within a week or two, and many bacteria resolve with a short course of antibiotics if it's truly bacterial. But a fungus can actually take weeks or even a month or two to completely resolve. The recommended treatment of choice happens to be over-the-counter and easy to access without a prescription. Antifungal creams like clotrimazole and myconazole, used two to three times a day, will actually clear up the fungus typically within a month. Oral prescription medications can also be considered for those who fail therapy with the antifungal creams. However, they do carry a very small risk of liver toxicity and therefore not always the agent of choice, especially when they're not necessary. For those with persistent ringworm infection despite treatment or those with extensive disease, it's vital to think about, number one, an immune disorder or condition 
that suppresses the immune system, like HIV, diabetes, or those taking chronic corticosteroid therapy. Number two, conditions with similar appearing rashes. These include things like lupus, eczema, and psoriasis. And there you have it, ringworm in a nutshell. Share your ideas and learn more quick and dirty tips with us on the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages. And you can even find me on Pinterest. But please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only. This content does not substitute any medical advice and it doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. So please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks again for listening to this episode of The House Call Doctor. I hope you have a very healthy week.